0: This is the Hour of Power with Ben and Courtney.
1: Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 23. We are back in Redding, California. We've made our way across the seas and we have actually got a special guest with us today. (laughs) Back to where it all began. (laughs) We met Bob in Redding, would have been a year ago. Yes, yeah, so Bob has been a really cool guy for us, our American friend and older mentor for Reading. Yeah, we've really enjoyed having conversations with Bob. And these are the stories that Bob has shared with us. And I think you guys are going to find them intriguing, enlightening. Ooh. Is there a button for like the soundboard? Oh, we don't have, oh, we don't have the uh, special effect. <laughs> We have to make them with our mouth. Yeah, Bob did. Yeah, go so, fund, me. Yeah, go yeah. fund me
0: for equipment. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> We're going to launch into a little bit of your background first, Bob. A bit of your story at University of California, was it?
0: Yes, it was. Santa Barbara.
1: Santa Barbara. Can you take us back to 19?
0: Well, 66 would have been that I was a freshman. Okay, here's a really super fast uh, timeline for the years ahead of that. So I was 18 years old and... I was born to a military family, and so we moved every two, three years. Traveled quite a bit in that time around the country, mainly, and um, was pretty introverted um, kid. I wasn't. I was a middle kid. I graduated from high school in Sacramento, and uh, decided I, I loved the ocean because I, when I was really young, I grew up on the beach in Florida. And Santa Barbara was a UC campus that seemed appropriate for that. And so I went there, and uh, against the advice of my high school counselor, who said, You're not ready, told my mom, You're not ready to go there. He, he's not going to, no. <laughs> you know, it was 1966. And uh, I got there, and uh, things didn't take long to kind of veer off the track of my life into a completely different dimension. And uh, it just set a trajectory that uh, I, I ended up in a in a co-ed dorm, and I had a roommate who was a guy, uh, a, a Jewish guy who was from L.A., and uh, completely from a place in and in a lifestyle that was foreign to me. Uh, he was a regent scholar and uh, was doing very well in his grades. He had point. Oh, average at the time I think he was one year ahead of me and uh, I seemed to um, I, I remember, you know how are you doing that because you don't hardly even go to class he just kind of laughed and and noticed pretty soon he was doing something over there at his desk what is, what are you doing like I'm rolling a joint and what is a joint you know, that's pot man marijuana man and, you know it's, it's pretty cool stuff and I didn't know anything about that and I started questioning him about it and uh, it ended up with me insisting that uh, since he was a Regent Scholar and doing well that whatever it was uh, wasn't affecting his academic stature as this was a premature conclusion because
1: what's working for him might work for me
0: (laughs) yeah like I'm doing okay but I'm not a regent scholar (laughs) we went down to the lagoon there and anybody who ever knows anything about the University of California Santa Barbara knows exactly what I'm talking about we ended up at the at the lagoon at night and he instructed me you know the procedure with inhaling the um, this uh, weed that was on fire I got really stoned, and so stoned that, because I'm very sensitive to everything. I mean, if I take aspirin, I might be on a three-day trip. I got really wasted, as we used to say, and he, he didn't even want to be around me, so he sort of abandoned me back on campus. And uh, I wandered around uh, feeling incredibly other-dimensional, like nothing like I'd ever experienced before. And I made a, made my way back to my dorm room he, he didn't come home that night I don't know what happened to him but I just went in and turned out the lights and was feeling like I'm gonna lay down you know and I did and it wasn't very long before my body started to it felt like I was compressing like somebody had put me in a straight jacket that was like a blood pressure belt or something on your arm I mean my whole body felt like this thing is getting pumped up and I, I didn't know You know, nothing like that had ever happened to me. I couldn't move, and it just got—it felt like every muscle in my body was um, going rigor mortis or something. And the next thing I know, I I exploded. Like, I had an inward explosion that launched me, you know, hey, where's Rod Serling? Because I am now in the Twilight Zone. I I was just zooming through, you know, the the beginning of the Star Wars movie, you know, (laughs) like— (laughs) way before there was a Star Wars movie. I know where these guys got this inspiration from.
1: So you're laying in your bed. I'm
0: laying in my bed, but I'm not in my bed anymore. I am launched. I mean, I'm not there. I'm gone. Not on planet Earth. There are galaxies and stars and things all around me, and it seemed like there were voices in that place, but I was going and accelerating. It was like the speed of light. I mean, to go intergalactic... You gotta be moving. And this was intergalactic, because it wasn't just planets going by, it was whole star systems. Somehow I'm oriented in a way, and and I'm not aware of my body, it's really not there. Um, I'm just a ball of consciousness or something. And way up ahead, there's a, a unique light. I'm moving toward that. And after a brief time, I splashed into the center. Of that light.
1: How do you even know time? Like, what what is that concept when you're not here on Earth?
0: It was so irrelevant that I can't say because there was wasn't an it wasn't an a, an element of the of the experience. There was no clock. There was no measurement. Like, how long have you been traveling? It could have been probably, how, how long? Is a piece even, of string. I imagine it wouldn't have even crossed your mind. Didn't it even <laughs> cross my mind. Too I much mean, going on. Like Rip Van Winkle. I was not there. Uh, in the time zone at all. There's no time zone here. You know, time is like on Earth. It's a, a function of the sun going, you know. We're Orbital rotations. Yeah, and all that. Well, now we're in like deep space, you know, beyond deep space.
1: So could you see stars?
0: Yeah, well, not anymore. Once I splashed into the center of this consciousness, there was no more outer space. There was no more planets. It was totally gone. I was inside of
1: something. Pitch black?
0: No, pitch white. Oh. Pitch light. It was it was light. And I'm thinking the only thing going on is what, you know, this whiteness and incredible feelings of rest, stability, and peace, you know, not like anything I'd ever experienced. And I'm thinking like, wow, what is going on? You know, what, where am I? What is this? And there is incoming thought in response to my thoughts, like intelligent, you know responding rejoinder it's like it's linking up in response to my thoughts so I know I'm in touch with I'm in tele- telepathic or mental what you know whatever the word anybody wants to use for that I wasn't using my mouth and it was at the speed of thought I am in touch with an intelligence that I I thought wow you know is this God or what is this thing here where am I and If it's God, then, like, tell me something. And I started projecting thoughts that were kind of weird, random, but to me, they were just popping out. Why do electrons go around the nucleus? Why don't they just fly off?
1: That's the first thing you thought to ask.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it seems like.
1: Like, what is the meaning of life? That's well, fun.
0: electrons first. Okay, That's I must out a productivity. <laughs> Why
1: for- am I not rich on Earth? <laughs> Why don't I have a Lamborghini? Yeah,
0: yeah. What's the What are my numbers? three wishes? <laughs> there's no, lot- there's no lottery. So I got an explanation for that. I mean, I started to see inside of molecular structure, and my, you know, my mind was filled with graphics of stuff.
1: What? Sorry, can you explain the answer?
0: You want to know? You want to?
1: Just a quick, yeah.
0: What was the answer? I have no clue what, what the answer was anymore. It's like this is This is like so long ago. What nineteen sixty-six? This is twenty twenty-three. It's a whole new. So the mind. answers
1: were coming to you in picture form.
0: Super fast informational downloads. You know, in the Matrix movie, I don't know. People, most people seen the Matrix in America anyway. Like Trinity needs to uh learn how to fly a helicopter. I don't know how to fly this. You know, get plug in and uh, all of a sudden like no problem <laughs> it takes off in the cobra gunship so it was like that it's i'm having information injected to, into my brain from somebody other than a human teacher or a book so i was get i was listening to that and then the next thing i, I I mean, I can't guarantee that's exactly the chronology of how the questions came up in my mind, but the, I, I remember, what about electrons? Why, tell me that. And then after we're done, I go, why is there war? What's that about? Why, why is there war? And I got, started to get this explanation about human motivation and what people are about. And Interesting. Why they, you know, they want stuff and they can't get it and like internal motives and yeah. human nature it's a failure of communication uh, or or else like i want what you have and you don't want to give it to me that's a problem how bad do i want it i want it so bad that i'm willing to do anything including like if you're not going to take your hands off that thing and give it to me I'll cut your hands off so you can't hold on to it anymore and,
1: and you're in the light and the light is and just i'm in the light
0: and it's just complete mental synchronization I'm so out there that I am beyond having my mind blown by the fact that I'm so out there. I can't even comprehend what's really happening. I'm just kind of flowing with it. And it seemed all great. I mean, it, it, I was so comfortable. it Everything was so good. So like, at no point were you ever feeling like
1: overwhelmed because of nope. everything that's going on, but there was still like this.
0: Yeah, it's no, not a bad drip. This is not yeah. freak out, no panic attack, no like anything. I, it, it's not like, how do I get out of here? It's like, how do I stay here? <laughs> Right. Yeah. this is better than anything. Every question I would ever have is known by whatever's around me here, and they're willing to, or they, he, what, she, whatever, are willing to tell me that information freely. And I'm comfortable. I I don't need a better piece of furniture, because I don't even have my body here. I'm floating in peace, and I don't need any friends, because I got a friend here uh, it seems friendly you know i was good and that went on for probably in real life back there hour and a half and then i remember i'm moving backwards i can feel myself moving back then i have a problem now i have a problem because that's not good instantly it started to feel not as good i know where that is that's back there in that life of 18 years which was full of a lot of crazy stuff trauma and school you know sit down shut up don't do that. Put that down. You know, eat that. <laughs> Chinese teachers. You, know, you know that liver on your plate? Eat it. Mm-hmm. No, God, no, please. You know, you
1: all like the trauma, In Very some sort of trauma. concentration
0: camp, that's... <laughs> I was, right, right, I uh right. That's what, you turn around and look at that, your, your life and you go like, I got born into some kind of mental hospital. Everybody here on this planet is crazy and they're after me.
1: But that's I'm, in uh, comparison to... to- the, to the, this list, you just to were. the place where I was Consciousness and this light that you were enveloped in
0: There was no malevolence there Malevolence Did I just say, i make up a word That's okay, Whatever. you can make it's up words on this cool podcast Malevolence Malevolence Yes sir, relevant
1: There's no evil agenda just say it with confidence. Didn't feel
0: evil, didn't feel threatening Didn't feel like I did something wrong and I'm going to get in trouble Or I didn't do it the right way None of that stuff so I'm going back, 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 and I'm like, literally, like on the end of a, some sort of a stretchy band, and it's pulling me back. I, am, I feel like I am crying, but I don't really have tear ducts there, but I'm like, I'm going, no, 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 you know, I don't want to go back. And I kind of turn around now, and I'm looking where I'm going, and hey, that's planet Earth. Whoa, that is, I definitely recognize California whoa I see Santa Barbara I see you and there, there's the roof of my dorm room. I see myself through the roof in bed I'm di- like there's my body bam and I am actually now in my body looking out through my eyes I'm feeling my body it feels you know like when you, your hand or your finger falls asleep your leg falls asleep and the blood's coming back in and It's come it's like it felt sort of like that for a, a few moments like my whole body had totally gone numb and now I'm feeling it, and I move my arms. They feel like strangers. And I thought, I am an animated meatloaf. I, I'm just like living inside meatloaf. I'm just like meat, which is weird because people talk like that about about humans. You know, like they treated me like meat. I was anyway. I fell asleep right away, and I woke up in the morning, and sunny morning, and uh, on campus, six o'clock in the morning. I got up, went outside. My mind was exploding because I did not know anything about what just happened. It came back to me. My life was changed. Something just happened to me that transcended 18 years of existence on Earth. It was other-dimensional. It was qualitatively. It was exponentially. It was quantum leap, you know, above. Going to Disneyland, that was my big life thing. Like, let's go to Disneyland. That will set me up. Um, Well, you run out of tickets, you know, and then they want a lot of money for all the food, which is no good for you anyway. I was just weirded out, and I I had three theories. One was that was just marijuana. That's what marijuana does to you. And I had to throw that out instantly because I thought if all the people in the world smoking marijuana have an experience like that, why has no one ever told me about it or never read about it? You know, now some of the books, they they were out there. Like Aldous Huxley was out there. Um, different, different. you know, Timothy Leary was already going like turn on, tune in and drop out, but I hadn't really heard much of that yet. So how could that be? And so it can't be that marijuana, that's just what marijuana does, sends you to another dimension higher than normal earthly life. That's n- probably not right. The other thing was I just smoked marijuana, and for me it exploded my brain and completely annihilated my neural, network and I am in deep yogurt (laughs) because I need to be I need to be put in a mental hospital you know I mean I'm so different that just changed me I they need to take care of me somebody needs to come collect me because I'm in trouble I didn't like that theory maybe that's right but I didn't like it so the third theory was that was God and I am a chosen vessel <laughs> I um, am the one. I am the Neo. one. <laughs> am There's Neo. Those Jehovah's Witnesses, <laughs> they were telling me this stuff.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I thought, that could be. <laughs> I'll take that one, you know. But I really didn't believe that. I, I didn't know what to think. I thought, I, I just, I'm in trouble, man. I, I don't know. I don't have an explanation for this, and I don't know who to ask.
1: Did you speak to your other friend, the one that helped you smoke it? Did you ever tell him?
0: No. I never did. And a matter of fact, this story that I just told you, for years, I almost never told anybody.
1: Well, how do you? How do you?
0: Well, marijuana would put you in jail. Now you're really going to have a so bad it's time. Different. Yeah, because um, they could put you away for 20 years. For It's like that song, 20 long years for of experiencing dust in the lie.
1: It's a conspiracy theory. See, so yeah,
0: that's why. It was a conspiracy. Yeah. I, I just, it was not super much that way. And I tell you what, I wasn't that afraid because within days, I had cut out large letters with a template that spelled on my dorm window, broadcasting to the campus of the University of California, Santa Barbara, no hope without dope. I had found the answer to life i had found the i didn't really know what the heck happened but i felt like i'm a mess i'm a messenger i got a message i don't know what it is but i'm going to put it this way no without dope like the answer to all of our you know want to stop war everybody gets so stoned you won't you won't you're not going to listen to those old guys who want to go start a war they're having a problem up there in the white house or something in the pentagon and they want like we got a problem that somebody needs to fix, but we're not going to fight about it. We're going to go find a bunch of youngsters who will give them guns and give them a license to kill and send them out there and go kill all those people and you can come back a hero. It's like I saw through that. I mean, this experience, I remember thinking when I was in that, in that place, I thought, I am thinking original thoughts. My mind is thinking for the first time in my life instead of receiving thoughts like a passive like somebody connected me to a tape I was a tape recorder and I'm here to have my parents tell me my siblings tell me all the people around me my teachers tell me they're all going to tell me like because I'm brain dead because I don't know anything I came out of the womb I didn't know squat I'm just hungry changed my diaper that's all I knew and they're gonna fix that they're gonna give me the benefit of all that they know there's a huge difference between that and starting to think, which means you're correlating and associating and connecting data in ways that are not, have not been fed to you pre-digested and worked out. Okay, there's a state of knowledge that the world is in, but that state of knowledge is not the final condition. You know, that's why, you know, follow the science. What? We got to walk, stand around while you're bumbling and exploding things and like your chemicals are blowing up and poisoning the planet. and we gotta like wait for you to figure it out. Oh, that wasn't good. That nuclear bomb, it really messed a lot of people up or whatever. You know, we'll just take all the mining all the mining stuff. I know you're related to mining, no offense. But <laughs> I like no, no mining. I mining. So anyway, the picture is that um I was thinking for the first time. Yeah. And when you start thinking for the first time, everything changes because now you want to think about everything. Back in the hippie day, which I was a hippie for about seven years, there were one of the bumper stickers was question authority, it was just like question authority and don't trust anybody over 30, that kind of stuff. Why, because that's what psychedelics will do for you, they will, ex- they co- you know, consciousness expansion, um, it means your mind is now breaking out of the cage of being fed knowledge that other people are giving you and you're starting to wonder about it and question it and toy with it and move it around and put it in different shapes. And that results in discovering your free will, which is like one of the most important things you can discover in life. I am not a pre-programmed thing. I actually have a say. I actually have a voice. And, you know, it's a big thing lately in the last 20 years uh, and more so each year, it seems. People are discovering they have an influence in the world. They can actually express an opinion, you know. But if you're afraid, if there's a lot of fear in your life, that's what is being used to keep people from thinking and from realizing, why should I be the only person on the planet that can't tweak a knob or push a dial, or, you know, push a button, you know, make the needle on the, the dial move? Why, why should other people have all the power? Like, because we each have power, but we haven't discovered it until we realize that we have something called free will. And there's, an, you know, this is a subject that like um, has been written about for you know hundreds of years. But
1: just before we go down to the free will path, can you circle back to okay? So you've had this first experience smoking a drug, and then you've gotten to a place where maybe this is something that I should do. To continue along this um, full brain activation, do you know what I mean? So, can you go on? Because I think you did mention a story a long time ago to us about you're at this party, smoke something, and you're seeing the words. Do you remember that? Seeing the words. Something, yeah. What was that story?
0: Well, that well, the seeing the words thing was the very first time I smoked it. So we were down at the lagoon, smoking this joint. And I didn't notice anything happening until the waves started to go in slow motion. That was unusual. And then they started to light up. So the phosphorescent in the ocean waves was like, dang, when did they get all bright? And so then we had to walk back to campus, and we were discussing. So my my roommate at the time, we're discussing as we're walking— back to campus through the lagoon we're on a concrete water conduit but not to me it was the top of a moving train now and I like hey man how how did we get up here on this train like woo, this is awesome you know just like the movies and then he started to talk to me and when he was talking to me his words turned into colored letters and just were floating over to me
1: that's interesting
0: You don't usually get that, you know, dope doesn't cost as, pot doesn't cost that much, you know, to get that kind of effect. You know, they
1: usually reserve that for... Sorry, we just, we don't, we just want to make a note. We're not advocating for drug use, but this is just Bob's story and seeing some stuff that you don't usually see with your own two eyeballs every day. But um, we're going to go into a couple more stories and finish off that whole trajectory that we were on. So we're going to come back for session two. So stay tuned. (laughs)